KBZU Little Rock. It's time for the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. This broadcast is brought to you by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Simmons Bank, the U of A Little Rock Campus Marketing and Communications, and West Rock Coffee. Welcome to the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show here at Dugan's Pub, and we know that there's a big football game about to take place. But first of all, I want to hear how many Trojan fans we have in the room tonight. All right. Second thing is I want to know how many Cowboy fans we have in the room tonight. All right, all right. More Trojan fans, Coach, than Cowboy fans. you got to be happy about that. I'm very happy, very happy. <laughs> I will say this. If you have any Cowboys gear on and you want to go to one of the two games this weekend, either Thursday or Saturday, come see our guy Logan over here. Show him your Cowboys gear and you get free tickets. Just like me. <laughs> Just like this. Yeah. I told you I was going to wear my Micah Parsons jersey tonight. Let's go, Cowboys. All right, let's talk a little basketball. First of all, how are the fish and chips? Great, man. This first time I've had them. It's great. Uh, let's talk a little basketball. The Little Rock Trojans split a road series this past weekend at Southern Indiana and at Eastern Illinois. And probably one of the toughest road trips i would think of the season we have another one coming up week after uh this week where we go to moorhead kentucky and then tennessee tech but uh coach you told me before we went on the road trip you told me last week right here that uh, if we can get a split you'd be happy with it that's true and uh, i thought that you know the first game was a very tough game and had to come from behind to get it and then the second game we, we kept it uh, close and then in the fourth quarter couldn't buy couldn't buy a basket and it kind of got away from us a little bit but it's still uh, two great defensive games, one pretty good offensive game, and then the second one, as I thought, we got just a little bit tired and uh, couldn't make a basket, and I don't think it was their defense that was causing it. And that's, I told the kids after the game, I said, you know, if this is the number one team in the conference and we're playing on the road and we hit some shots, the way we played defense and shut them down, we, we got a chance, you know, winning that game. We got a chance, a very good chance of winning the conference. So, you know, I, I was pretty, uh, pretty impressed the way we, we were able to handle them. Yeah, and you talk about Eastern Illinois. I want to go back to Southern Indiana first because you held Southern Indiana to four points in the fourth quarter. Your defense was suffocating in that quarter. It was, and, and you know that's what got us back in the game. And, and then I thought Tia had a four minutes where she just played out of this world. I thought she had a heck of a four and got us going offensively, and her defense was there, you know, the whole weekend, but it was really there that last, that last quarter in that game. So, you know, we were able to pull it out, and, uh, you know, it's hard to do on the road sometimes. It is hard to do. And some people, when you look at a box score and you look and you see that, okay, only one player in that game was in double figures, that was Sally Corma with 20 points. But Jaya Smith had 10 rebounds, three offensive, seven defensive, only three points. She's doing so much more on the floor. And we're going to talk more about her a little bit later in this broadcast. But Tia Harvey, eight points all in the second half. And I thought she was assertive. When you talk about someone had to step up, she did. She drove down the right side of the lane, went up, made the layup, drew the contact, got the foul, played through the play, and was able to go to the free throw line. And, and that's something you like to see from a leader. And she's a junior leader of this team. Well, she, that's, you know, that's what we talk about all the time. There's games where she's done that pretty good. And then there's games she's kind of set back and let things go. And, you know, I told her, I said, the last four minutes is how you got to play the 35 minutes. If you start playing, you know, 30-something minutes a game like you played the last four or five minutes, we become an entirely different ball club. And, uh, you know, that's what you got to have out of juniors and seniors. 
Well, and then she transitioned into the game at Eastern Illinois. Oh, by the way, Little Rock wins 47-44 over Southern Indiana. That improved the record to 5-0 and in conference play. And then we went on the on the road to, uh, well, let's just call it the college hometown of Tony Romo. Tony Romo. In Charleston, Illinois. Uh, yeah, and uh, he actually played so well at Division II football that he made it into the College Football Hall of Fame from little old Eastern Illinois, Charleston, Illinois. Well, you know, there's been a lot of great players make it, you know, NBA, NFL. You know, I, I think of Scottie Pippen all the time going to UCA at six foot, developing into a six seven. Yeah. Great forward. You got uh, the kid that played at Durant, Oklahoma. I coached, I coached against Pippen and uh, what was the great rebounder? Uh, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. See, he played. You coached it. against both I, of them. I was assistant coach at Tech, and the coach. Did y'all both. win the games? We, we didn't win either one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. People ask me all the time. You know, back then they were asking me, you think, you know, Pippen can play in the pros, you think Rodman. I said, if those two guys can't play in the pros, then I don't know what it takes to play in the pros because, you know, I was kind of starting out. And sure enough, they both ended up, you know, the top 50. So I had a pretty good eye for it. Yeah, I think you can judge talent uh, very well. Me me and my uh, grad assistant, the grad assistant, I was under Coach Widener there at Tech. And we used to bet when we play UCA, we'd bet on how many dunks Pippen got. <laughs> <laughs> what was the most dunks in a game you had? Do you remember? I think, I think he had seven against this one. Time. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 You talk about a talent, a yeah. guy that uh, just really developed, though, when he got to college. He did. That was Scottie Pippen. Uh, the game at Eastern Illinois didn't go the way of the Trojans. It was a close one through uh, three quarters and then a uh, 15-8 differential in the fourth quarter, and they expanded their lead. And, uh, Coach, I'm not going to – well – we have to bring it up. We went 11 minutes in the game against Southern Indiana without a field goal. We went six minutes in the game at Eastern Illinois without a field goal, and that kind of uh, got us behind the eight ball there early in that fourth quarter. I thought we had a driving layup that we missed to begin the quarter. If that falls, I think it's a totally different basketball game. Could have been. You know, you don't ever know the turning point at certain games, but, you know, that's that's been our, you know, Achilles right now is the, you know, every. The good, I, you know, I, I told our kids today, Tennessee Martin was picked, you know, the second, and they've lost a few games, but they've had players out. I mean, they've had two or three kids that once they get their full roster, they still may be the best team in the conference. But you've had, we've had them and this team here, both of them just stood in the paint and let us shoot jump shots. And I said, if that's the way they plan on beating you in the, in the tournament, guys, I said, I, as a coach, I don't want to plan on letting people have open shots to beat us. And I said, because that can turn in a hurry. So, you know, I'm trying to encourage them to stay in the gym, work on that 12-foot jump shot, because if they're just going to pack it in the paint and say, you guys shoot it, and we get to where we can hit that shot and it's the way we play long, defense, yeah. we, could, we could do th- some damage in the tournament. No doubt about it. Um, Eastern Illinois, they are leading the Sun, uh, the uh, Ohio Valley Conference. I almost slipped there. I caught myself. <laughs> uh, they are 6-0. and Little Rock's right behind them at 5-1. and Tennessee Tech's also 5-1. and Uh, That's our next opponent. We'll talk about them a little bit later in the broadcast as well. But going into the game against Eastern Illinois, you were really concerned. You didn't know if you could stop them. But then after the game, you're like, hey, we can play with these guys. Well, you know, they've got some individual talent. and One of their kids didn't play, and one of our kids didn't play. So two of the better scorers didn't play in the game. But the way they played us defensively and the way that we held 22 in their postman, which had been scoring a lot of points, that, I was encouraged because I thought, you know, if we're going to get good shots and then we can hold those guys down, then that tells me we got a chance to beat them. Watching them on film, you can't ever tell when they're playing somebody else. 
you know, is it the defense, is it them, or what is it that causes the team to be able to do certain things? And they'd been scoring so many points, I thought, man, we're going to have a hard time shutting these guys down. Mm-hmm. And then we held them in, what was it, 40s most of the game. What did it end up, 50? Uh, 44-33. Oh, and shooting percentage, they were 31.6 from yeah. the floor. Yeah, so, I mean, you, you can't ask for more than that. And, you know, second game and on the road, you jump shots, it's harder to hit, there's no doubt. That second game, your kids get tired. And, you know, we're trying to build, and, you know, we, we played uh, probably six kids, seven kids most of the time. So we, we got a little tired, there's no doubt. I told Tia, I said, that's the reason in practice you got to go hard all the time because you got to build up your endurance. So when we do get to the tournament and have to play back-to-back games, you know, she couldn't even get it to the rim that last two or three minutes. Oh, I know. Her legs were her gone. Her legs were gone. And, you know, that, it's that time of year. So, you know, hopefully we'll develop into that. The uh, points in the paint in that game, Eastern Illinois with 22 points in the paint, Little Rock with 16. But here's the big stat. Eastern Illinois, 14 second-chance points on just 10 offensive rebounds. Yeah. yeah. That's got to sting. Yeah, it does. That hurts. That hurts. And, you know, that's that's another uh, – the shooting, hitting, hitting jump shots – and, and then defensive rebounding sometimes gets us. We're just not very big, Trey. I know. I know. <laughs> I understand. Hey, I, I see it. We're just trying yeah. to explain it. We're yeah. back with more after this. Stay yeah. with us. At Gina's Catering, they know that planning a private party or corporate affair, small or large, can be stressful and even intimidating. They can help so that you can relax and feel like a guest at your own event. Known for putting a modern twist on classic comfort foods, Gina can help create a meal with ranges and services from small family meals and hometown get-togethers to explosive events. And make sure to check out the new grab-and-go meal service, all the convenience of a home-cooked meal without all the mess. Go by in Benton or call 501-943-7800 for your next catering order. Not only is Diamond Bear Arkansas's oldest production brewery, Diamond Bear is also the number one major award-winning brewery in the state. Recognized both nationally and internationally, Diamond Bear Pale Ale has won four major awards, along with three being gold. If you want something lighter, try Diamond Bear Pale Ale. Support beer from the natural state and enjoy great award-winning products from Diamond Bear. Proud sponsor of your Little Rock Trojans. At Stevens, our philosophy is to invest every dollar as if it were our own. To seize opportunity. To anticipate rather than react. To deliver constant focus in an ever-changing world. And to pursue the objectives of our clients in order to help them reach their financial goals. A proven history of helping companies and individuals. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. Potbelly Sandwich Shop has the best warm, toasty sandwiches in town. The Potbelly Signature Sandwich, a wreck, features warm, toasty bread with turkey, ham, roast beef, salami, and melted Swiss. Warm up with a bowl of soup and stick around for dessert. Potbelly bakes fresh cookies every day. Feed your group with Potbelly Catering. Potbelly Sandwich Shop at University in Markham and downtown in the bottom of the Simmons Tower. Proudly supporting the Little Rock Trojans. Stepping into the unknown, it can be difficult to find the way. But with the compassion of the cross and the security of the shield, obstacles become openings. As we have for more than 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield will continue to light the way, using our knowledge to create new healthcare solutions, giving you the power to shine forward to whatever awaits tomorrow. Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield. 
Live fearless. From the day's first cup of coffee to an afternoon pick-me-up, West Rock Coffee Company provides coffee, tea, flavors, extracts, and ingredients to the world's most iconic brands, keeping you and your team fueled all day. As a global company grown from strong roots in central Arkansas, West Rock Coffee Company is a proud sponsor of the UALR Trojans. From crop to cup, West Rock Coffee is committed to transforming the beverage industry. Learn more at westrockcoffee.com. Welcome back downtown to Third and Rock here in Little Rock. Dugan's Pub is where we are. Uh, the first two weeks we were on a Tuesday night, but now we're moved to Monday night. And it just so happened that they put the Cowboys and the Buccaneers on Monday night, and we were already scheduled to be here. So we're only here till 8. And then uh, if you're listening in, you're driving around town, the Dallas Cowboys will come on right after us. They will join the game in progress. Little Rock Trojan basketball brought to you by UAMS Health. Proud to be the medical provider for the Little Rock Trojans and fans across the state. Joe Foley, Trey Schapp with you. And, Coach, let's look forward to this week. One team we haven't played yet, another team we have played. Uh, they both played on Saturday. Tennessee Tech came back and beat Tennessee State. Tennessee State shot the lights out early in that game. But uh, Tennessee Tech comes in first. The Golden Eagles uh, from Cookville, Tennessee, I believe, is where they're from, or Clarksville, Tennessee, one of those Tennessees, or one of those sea towns <laughs> over there. I have to look it up. You're, you're like me. I still uh, I, I don't, even, I don't know what school we're Hey, how about, that, how about that road we went on the other night with the bus? Yeah, yeah. oh, my. Okay, I'm going to try and give you the perfect visual here. Damn. Have you ever been driving towards Stuttgart and you take a wrong turn and you come head on with a tractor? Well, we're in the middle of the night, and the road felt like that's what you were on. It wasn't a dirt road, but it was close. It was, there were no markings there was on no the mark street. in the middle, and if you made a car, I don't know who's going to go to the ditch. I that's, think our, that's bus was, our bus was going to go straight through. I, I thought this can't be happening. I mean, it's 1030 at night, and I'm thinking, good. And yeah. it's snowing. And it's snowing. <laughs> I thought, just let us get there. Yeah. Just let us get there. Well, we got there. We got there. Now, did you think you might utilize that plan uh, yeah. for some of yeah. these road games like yeah, if, if Moorhead, Kentucky, if, too? If they're going to make us get up at 6.30 in the morning and go to, to a walkthrough, I'm not going to do that. So we're going to go in the night after the game and get into practice the next day and then be able to walk through at the hotel. I, I, like I say, I didn't know how our kids would do. I told you before the game, you know, it's hard when you only get one, one day of prep and you can't really push them that hard. And I didn't know if we could shut them down, and we did. So our kids really picked up on the stuff well. I give them credit. And I thought they, they played a lot differently than they did at Tennessee State because that's the night you went in the day of, right. the day before, basically, instead of the night after a game. And I, I think you're right. I think they do get a little more rest that way, and they, they're probably a little tuned in even more. So will you do that for, like, when we go to UT Martin, we play a game here on Thursday. Will you leave that Thursday night and go ahead and get up to Martin? That's uh, probably what we ought to do when it's looking. I think so. I, mean, I think I, so. I'm not sure yet, but we'll, we'll – Figure it out when the time comes. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and you're talking about Tennessee Tech. Yeah. Now, they're the team that's picked to win the conference. They were. And, and the team that we just played, the Eastern Illinois. Illinois. Mm-hmm. I can't even keep the name, Southern Indiana. Eastern, uh, <laughs> so they just got, you know, they played just last week. And they had them beat. They had Eastern beat and let them come back and get them. So that tells, tells you the parity between those two, maybe us, Tennessee Martin. I think there's going to be a lot of us fighting for those first four spots. Yeah, Tennessee Tech was down 25-16 to after the first quarter. They outscored Tennessee State 21-13 
in the second. They come back and win the game 83-76, but it was down to the wire. Uh, Tennessee State just uh, started uh, very yeah. hot from the Tennessee floor. State had us down. I mean, they, they had us down, too. Yeah, yeah. Down but that's that to. game you were talking about where we travel on Friday instead of the night after a game, and, and uh, the girls were sluggish in that first half. Oh, it was That first half was terrible. That was terrible. Man. You know, that's one of the few times that I've been on them at halftime that, guys, if you don't change the way you're doing stuff and your attitude, we, we're not going to be able to get this one. And I give them credit. They played pretty well second half. Well, you went through a practice today. What do we know about Tennessee Tech? Well, they shoot. They're shooters. They get. They they love to shoot. Uh, they'll shoot the three on you in a hurry. They got a great one-on-one player. Number twenty-four is a good one-on-one player. She's not a three-point shooter, but so she she does a lot of damage herself. And then they they got two kids that shoot nearly forty-something percent from the three-point line. So they're a perimeter-type team. They like to drive it, go downhill on you, get to the basket. So you know they're a good scoring team and. Uh, do a lot of switching. They play man defense, do a lot of switching, try to keep you in front of them. And, you know, I, I, I'm anxious to see the game plan they use against us as far as defensively. But I know they're going to score. That they're going to, we're going to have to do another great job of shutting the team down if we're going to have a chance. Jada Gwynn, the uh, number 24 who you're talking about, a senior, 5'8", senior from Oak Ridge, Tennessee. She, is she the one that keeps that team going? She, she like I say, she's, she can teal guard her just like she guarded the, the 22 on the, the team Washington. Washington. Mm-hmm. She's the same type player, kind of can one-on-one, can shoot the follow-away jumper, can take you to the hole. So she causes a lot of damage, and, they, you know, everybody has to – she's got probably a, a couple of better shooters on the perimeter to kick to. So if you put too much help on her, she's going to kick it out to those three-point shooters. And then Tennessee State, a team we beat earlier this season, uh, a, a team that gave us problems early on. We came back and won that game 64-57. They come in on Saturday. I look. I, I know all the attention is to the Golden Eagles of Tennessee Tech, but uh, we need to look a little bit forward to Tennessee State as well. well and they you know, like, they're, they're improving. They are. And, you know, they like to get you in that up and down. They think, you know, they like to press. They like to keep you spread out. And if you score, hey, they're going to come right back at you. So they want a running game. They want to get the score high and see if they can outscore you. And that's, you know, first half, they pressed us. We turned it over a few times, missed, uh, didn't finish on the press very good. So they had the lead, and then we come back to the second half, and we, we finished off whenever we had the chance to score against the press, and we took the lead. So they're going to try to make us run up and down the floor. One thing I remember you saying in that game, or one thing I remember from that game, is they pressed even if they didn't make a basket. Oh, yeah. If you were inbounding it in the backcourt, they were going to put pressure on you. They, they were trying, like I say, they wanted to spread it, get you spread, and get, and get you going. We will take another break, come back with more here from Dugan's Pub in downtown Little Rock. By the way, the Cowboys had to punt on their first possession. Come on, Dak. <laughs> At Gina's Catering, they know that planning a private party or corporate affair, small or large, can be stressful and even intimidating. They can help so that you can relax and feel like a guest at your own event. Known for putting a modern twist on classic comfort foods, Gina can help create a meal with ranges and services from small family meals and hometown get-togethers to explosive events. And make sure to check out the new grab-and-go meal service, all the convenience of a home-cooked meal without all the mess. Go by in Benton or call 501-943-7800 for your next catering order. Stepping into the unknown, it can be difficult to find the way. But with the compassion of the cross and the security of the shield, obstacles become openings. As we have for more than 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield will continue to light the way. 
using our knowledge to create new healthcare solutions, giving you the power to shine forward to whatever awaits tomorrow. Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Live fearless. Potbelly Sandwich Shop has the best warm, toasty sandwiches in town. The Potbelly Signature Sandwich, a wreck, features warm, toasty bread with turkey, ham, roast beef, salami, and melted Swiss. Warm up with a bowl of soup and stick around for dessert. Potbelly bakes fresh cookies every day. Feed your group with Potbelly Catering. Potbelly Sandwich Shop at University in Markham and downtown in the bottom of the Simmons Tower. Proudly supporting the Little Rock Trojans. What does amazing sound like? At Baptist Health, we hear it every day. It sounds like a new life, a strong heartbeat, faith in action, and 100 years of all our best. Thank you for allowing Baptist Health to provide you with compassionate care for the past 100 years. We look forward to serving you for many to come. Visit baptist-health.com to the learn faded more. Rose, serving the great people of this state and guests from around the world for over 35 years. Widely known for our steaks and seafood and renowned for our great New Orleans Creole and Cajun dishes. We continue to blend our own spice mixes, cut our own steaks, and make our own sauces right down to the house-made mayo. Join us for lunch or dinner, or take your favorites home and discover why everyone raves about our Little Rock fine dining in a traditional Louisiana atmosphere. The future is not about a bond reaching maturity. The future is what my grandfather worked for. It's what my father carried on. It's my responsibility today. The future is my son's tomorrow. At the Stevens Private Client Group, we believe that our strength builds success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE, SIPC. Welcome back to the Little Rock Coaches Show. Trey Schaap, Joe Foley. Simmons Bank is the official sponsor of Little Rock Trojans Women's Athletics. We are down here at Dugan's Pub. Terrific Tom Brady went three and out thanks to the Cowboy defense and Micah, led by Micah Parsons. I will say that. Did you see that holding call where the guy had him up around his neck? Is that not legal? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> not legal in basketball either, no. Coach. <laughs> Speaking of uh, legal and what's not legal, and that is getting rebounds. And you like a player that can go in and get rebounds, but normally your taller players are the ones that are getting the rebounds. But right now for you, uh, Jaya Harris-Smith is third in Ohio Valley Conference games, third in rebounding. She just had a career-high 14 against Eastern Illinois. She had 10 against Southern Indiana. So 24 rebounds on the weekend. You'll take that every week. How, how can a 5-6 guard? I was going to say. <laughs> you know, I try to get those six one, six two kids to get in there and rebound, and here she comes. And, uh, she, you know, some kids just got a nose for the ball, and she's got a nose for the ball. It's kind of amazing to see sometimes how she comes out of there with it. Six conference games played, nine offensive rebounds, 38 defensive rebounds for a total of 47. She's averaging 7.8 per game. Uh, she's only behind Lyric Cole of Tennessee State, who's averaging 8 per game. She, she's got 48. And we haven't played Southern uh, Illinois University Edwardsville, but Ajula Tatatha 
has 64 total rebounds. I'll tell you what, that kid's 6'2", and she's an athlete. I got to see her on film the other day. She can, she can go get it. Well, we don't have to worry about her yet, but we will later on, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and the other thing about uh, what makes Jaya Smith so special is the fact that she is leading the league in assist-to-turnover ratio, which means she has more assist to the turnovers. And anytime you got a plus there, especially at the point guard position, that's a big help. And they, they've got to be able to do that. And, you know, Azrael, she led the nation, you know, that year. Yeah. When Chas was going on her tear and Azrael was getting her the ball, it was fun to watch. And I mean, when you got a point guard that knows where to get the ball to, it becomes a lot of fun. And Jaya, Jaya enjoys delivering the ball, getting it to people. You know, she's not a hungry shooter at all. So, you know, that's what you want your point guard. If they back off you, you want them to be able to knock a shot down, and she's working on that. But right now, it's, you know, I'll take that turnover assist anytime. Jay, a five assist average per game, uh, turnover two and a half average per game, so right a ratio of 2.0. And uh, she's just ahead of Maya Monahan of Eastern Illinois. But like you said, she knows where to get the ball to. And she has to be like a coach on the floor. I saw sometimes, I believe it was in the uh, game against Southern Indiana, you called out a play, and then the defense switched, and she gave you another signal of a thumb up, and you're like, yep, let's go with that. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, that's that's the key. You know, she's new, and I, with the, we're new with each other. So sometimes, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't understand what I – but now it's starting to become where she's reading my mind, and that's what you want is, is her thinking the same way I am. All right, Coach, come on. She walks over, okay, Coach, what if I – I say, man, that's what you want, you know. So you want kids trying to get a feel, what they see on the floor, bring it to you, vice versa, you know, hey, Jay, I'm seeing this, look for this, you know. So, you know, I was a point guard in college, and hopefully that helps that – you know, but she's also under the most scrutiny because I get on the point guards. They turn it over. You so. ride them pretty hard, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it in person. Uh, so today, today she was hitting that shot that, you know, kind of right in front of the free throw line, middle of the paint. Right. She was knocking that shot down. And that's, you know, I, I, we, I don't know if I – we had the scouting report of what the other team had on us, and that's what, you know, everybody's starting. Okay, she's driving the kicks to so play the pass. So she's going to have to start pulling it up shooting a little bit. So that's – Keep them honest, you know, and that's, you know, it's it's that time now. Everybody's you're going to see everybody here in another week or two. So the second time around, everybody's going to know, and everybody pretty well knows now. So it gets a little tougher in conference to score because everybody sees each other a couple of times. And then you get the tournament, it's the third time. So it gets a little tougher each time. I'm not going to say that this week is going to be easy or easier, but the fact that you have Tennessee Tech first, and then you prepare for Tennessee State, a team you've already played, I think it will make it a little bit easier for the ladies because they can kind of go back into the back of their brain and, and recall that Tennessee State stuff a lot quicker, don't you think? Exactly. I mean, and, you know, that's, like you say, when, you, when you're having weekends and playing at home or on the road either one and that second team you don't know anything about, it's just hard to prepare in one day to get something done. And so, you know, that's, that's going to be a plus for us being at home, not having to travel. And knowing the, the team that we're playing second, it, you know, we just like to say, pull out the film, remember this, remember this. And okay, Coach, yeah, we got it. So that, that'll help. You went hard today in practice, go hard tomorrow, and then you'll slack off a little bit on Wednesday? Wednesday's a little easier. And Thursday game time, Friday, you don't do a whole lot leg-wise, but you do a lot mentally, try to walk through, try to watch a lot of film, and then Saturday be ready to play again. want to talk about blocks and uh, – <laughs> The uh, uh, Nikki Metcalf from uh, Australia, I mean, she's up there towards the top in blocks as well in conference games. Um, 
trying to find, yes, number third. Oh, she's tied for first, although she's uh, listed third, but that's because of alphabetically. But she's tied for first in six conference games. She has ten blocks, 1.7 average per game. Well, you know, Nikki's got long arms. She's good size, 6'2", you know, and long. So if you drive in there, she has a pretty good tendency to, to get over there and, and try to deflect the shot. And, that, you know, you want your post player to be able to do that. I, I'd encourage you to take a few more charges because, you know, if you can get teams that like to drive and you start showing them that you can take a charge, then it, it slows them down when they come in there. So, you know, a little bit of both, but I, I'm proud that she's doing that on the defensive end force. One player that likes to take charges is Angelique Francis. Exactly. Angel, you, know, you call her Angelique. I, That's I, what she told me. I, you can call her whatever She you lets me call her there. I, I just say <laughs> Leek, uh, you know. Yeah. Me. But, uh, yeah, Leek, will, she'll sacrifice her body. I mean, she's that type of player. She'll definitely take a charge, and she'll get a few herself. So she'll run over you a little bit. So You don't want her running over you, no, by the way. No, I don't want Leek to run over me. I know that. But. She's a player that didn't come out of either one of the games this past week. She played 80 minutes wow. um, in the two games, I believe. Well, actually, okay, she did come out at Southern Indiana for a little bit. Five minutes there, but uh, played all 40 over at Eastern Illinois. Yeah, and, you know, consider she didn't get to go through summer, had the surgery, and didn't get to the, you know, and got a little bit overweight and had to drop some pounds, but she's starting to get in, in pretty good shape now, and she's running up and down the floor and, you know, starting to score. We're trying to get her look to score a little bit more, maybe take a jump shot or two here and there to help us. And she's Angel, she'll try to do anything you ask her to do. That's the good thing about Angelique. Well, the good thing is, too, is I believe she, if she wants to, and I'm not sure if, I mean, it's totally up to you and her, but I was thinking about it. I believe she has a COVID year. She's a senior. Oh, yeah. But she yeah. has a COVID year if she right. wanted to play next year. Right. And who knows? Right. I mean, it'll be up to her and what she wants to accomplish. That'll come after the season, you know, but. But right now, you know, everything's right now. Let's see what we can get done right now. No doubt about that. I did see today in practice, Tia Harvey wanted her to take some shots. She was open at times today, and Harvey's like, shoot it, Lee, shoot it. Uh, she just, she'd rather pass it, though, Lee, too. Lee gets in her mind one thing, and that's what she's going to do. And so that's, Tia's exactly right. Well, I, I, we're all encouraging her to try to score a little bit more because, you know, she's, I tell her, I said, Lee, you worked on this shooting drills for four years, this jump shot. It's time to use it. It's time to use it. Start to use it. I mean, you can't right. work anymore than what we worked on. It's so right. let's go. Yeah. I, I don't understand. I mean, you take so many algebra classes, and you, uh, it just seems like you never use it. So why were you taking them anyway? Here, you worked on it, worked on it, worked on it, like you say, and now you need to use it. So exactly. bring it out. It's time to do it. Do you think uh, Tennessee Tech will press? We know Tennessee State, when they get off the bus, they're going to start pressing us on Saturday. But what about Thursday? Bobby's watched film. I've got to watch a little film. And neither game I've watched, they haven't pressed. So I think they're more like us, more of a half-court team defensively. And then, you know, try to run some stuff on offense to get get people shots. If they get an offensive, uh, a defensive rebound run out, they, do they, they like to push they, it down the floor? Yeah, they'll push it. They're just like us. They're going to push it down the floor offensively. They're, they're going to try to get the easy basket and, like you say, get you in a bind just like we will. But neither one of us is going to gamble a whole lot on defense. One thing I noticed, too, the facilities uh, department at the, at the school, they, they created some ramps so that you can get two other goals onto the floor to where when you have to go to free throw shooting with that new floor, because you really only had two goals, but now you have four when you put them out there in practice. Well, and, you know, free throw shooting is, is something that we've improved on quite a bit, and we want to keep, keep doing it. And when you just got two goals and 12, 13 kids, it takes too long to get any reps in. So, you know, I'm always pushing the, the people to put more stuff out there. And they get tired of me saying, but, you know, it's all about 
you know, the players. It's all about the kids. It's not about us. It's not about maintenance. It's about let these kids have the opportunity to do what they what they need to do and get better. Exactly. Because exactly. if you're not getting better, you're falling behind, yeah. don't you think? And Preston and Coach Walker, they want to stay in the other gym all the time and use all those goals in there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so do you, I mean. You don't care where you practice. I don't care. You I just don't. want to practice. And we just want to practice. And, uh, you know, we want to be on the main floor some, but uh, I've been fortunate. All the head coaches we've had all love being in the, in the gym and in, in Fisher, and I ended up on the main floor all the time, so I don't ever have to complain. Uh, you know, and Coach Walker asked me, or you know, send somebody, say, can we go in there? And I said, heck, yeah, y'all don't ever. So we have, I've always had a great relationship with the guys. I mean, it's been fun. Well, it's a big week this week. Two home games. Got to like the home games. And if you can protect home, uh, you got a good chance. I mean, you control your own destiny as a basketball team right now. Uh, you can't worry about Eastern Illinois. If they slip up and lose a game and if you win out, then, okay, yeah, you're going to be the number one seed. But if not, if y'all are tied, it comes down to a coin flip. Yeah. And, you know, but you can't, like I say, it's too far out. Tennessee Tech. I can do it. You can You do focus it. Can, on Tennessee I Tech. I can look forward. Exactly. I'm like the fans. I'm looking forward to what it's going to look like when we get to Evansville, Indiana. Yeah, yeah. We stayed right across from that arena, by the way, and you were up there for media day. What did you think about it? I think it's a great place. I haven't got to be in the facility yet, the basketball facility, but the, but the hotel is a great hotel. And, you know, being right across the street, being able to walk across the street, you know, and I, I, not, what I understand, not all teams get to stay there. Is that right? I, I don't know. I think we need to look that up because I think it goes by your seed who gets to stay in that hotel. So, you know, we'll, we'll check that out and discuss Well, that's it. why we need to keep winning. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Coach, always good to be with you. We'll see you on Thursday. Fun night. Go Cowboys. All right. Yay! We got to go Cowboys out of him. How about that? <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't say, like, go Packers or something. I mean, they're not even playing. We'll be back. Preston Laird is going to join us, Little Rock assistant men's basketball coach. Stay with us. Not only is Diamond Bear Arkansas's oldest production brewery, Diamond Bear is also the number one major award-winning brewery in the state, recognized both nationally and internationally. Diamond Bear Pale Ale has won four major awards, along with three being gold. If you want something lighter, try Diamond Bear Pale Ale. Support beer from the natural state and enjoy great award-winning products from Diamond Bear, proud sponsor of your Little Rock Trojans. What does amazing sound like? At Baptist Health, we hear it every day. It sounds like a new life, a strong heartbeat, faith in action, and 100 years of all our best. Thank you for allowing Baptist Health to provide you with compassionate care for the past 100 years. We look forward to serving you for many to come. Visit baptist-health.com to learn Pot more. Potbelly Sandwich Shop has the best warm, toasty sandwiches in town. The Potbelly Signature Sandwich, a wreck, features warm, toasty bread with turkey, ham, roast beef, salami, and melted Swiss. Warm up with a bowl of soup and stick around for dessert. Potbelly bakes fresh cookies every day. Feed your group with Potbelly Catering. Potbelly Sandwich Shop at University in Markham and downtown in the bottom of the Simmons Tower. Proudly supporting the Little Rock Trojans.
Has your roof been damaged in the recent storms that hit central Arkansas? They may have. We won't know until we can get on your roof. Hi, this is Joel Johnson with PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. We've been servicing central Arkansas for the past 15 years. We know what hail damage looks like. If you would like one of our trained professionals to come and look at your roof for free, call our office. That number is 687-6246. Or you can also visit us online at piroofing.com. Call today, schedule today, PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. 13 years ago, we had a vision to help farmers in East Africa make a fair wage on their coffee crop. Today, we are one of the largest providers of coffee, tea, flavors, extracts, and ingredients in the world. From our humble beginnings in central Arkansas, we are now transforming the industry and serving 80,000 customers in 56 countries. We are West Rock Coffee, making a difference one cup at a time. West Rock Coffee is a proud sponsor of the UALR Trojans. See what else we have brewing at westrockcoffee.com. The Faded Rose, serving the great people of this state and guests from around the world for over 35 years. Widely known for our steaks and seafood and renowned for our great New Orleans Creole and Cajun dishes. We continue to blend our own spice mixes, cut our own steaks, and make our own sauces right down to the house-made mayo. Join us for lunch or dinner, or take your favorites home and discover why everyone raves about our Little Rock Fine Dining in a traditional Louisiana atmosphere. Welcome back to the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. Preston Laird, assistant basketball coach, sitting in for head coach Daryl Walker tonight. P.I. Roofing, your roof leak detective, serves with professional workmanship. The best prices, the best warranty, and best of all, peace of mind. They're online at piroofing.com. Tough road trip for the Trojan men over the weekend. Two losses, but, uh, hey, you're back home and uh, another chance to play a game. It is. It's good to be home. But f- before we start, Trey, I just got to take a second to give a shout-out to my beautiful wife. Okay. Who came to support um, tonight. Are you nervous? She's 35 and a half weeks pregnant, so I'm not going to ask her to stand up. But just stick your hand up in the air, babe, and wave at everybody. There you go. Thank All you. Right. All right. That's my toughest critic right there, by the way. Well, she'll probably <laughs> tell you you're doing a great job. Hey, by the way, nice jersey. You ever been to a game? I mean, yeah, I've been to a game. Yeah. I'm talking playoffs, though, man. It's playoff football right now. I'll tell you a quick story about one playoff game I went to a couple of years ago. There's Turpin on a good run, by the way. So we've got a basketball game mm-hmm. on a Saturday. This yeah. is back in the Sun Belt days. And okay. I think the game tipped off like at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And for whatever reason, the NFL put the Cowboy playoff game on a Saturday night where it kicked off like at 6, 15, 6.30, I think. So I was able, my wife already went down there, and I was able to find a flight on, Delta, on American Airlines, direct flight. And so this is the year where we were doing the ESPN Plus broadcast too, and they had us on the floor, and the officials come out for the game, and there's – you know, standing in front of a stretch and everything. I said, and I knew one of them, Eric Baker, I believe, was the official. And I said, Eric, I said, I don't care who wins this game. Obviously, I care who wins. I want Little Rock to win. But I don't care what y'all do. I don't care how many fouls you call. This game has to get over so that I can get to the airport. No overtime. (laughs) In time to make my flight. And so one of the other officials goes, what flight are you on? I said, I'm on the 605 to Dallas on American. He goes, you're going to make that flight. I said, really? He goes, 
I'm on the same He's one. On the same <laughs> one. Oh, man, that so, had to make you feel good no, right there. We busted it. <laughs> I, I mean, I busted it to the airport. He busted it to the airport. I only missed like five minutes of the first quarter. I got an Uber as soon as I landed, got That's off, awesome. went straight there. And that is a great in. story. Yeah, it's a great story. I think we lost the game, though, however. Touchdown, Cowboys. Oh, there you go. I love them Cowboys. Cowboys. How about that? There you go. Dalton Schultz. Prescott actually threw a touchdown to his team and not the other team this week. <laughs> Way to go, Dak. Nice. Yeah. Well, um, Tennessee Tech coming yeah. into the Jack Stevens Center. But first, let's look back. Southern Indiana had a chance there. Yep. Uh, a very competitive game against uh, uh, a good team yeah. out of the Ohio Valley Conference. Yeah. Southern Indiana was a fun game. Um, I had personally never been up there, seen that facility. It's nice. Uh, it's really nice facility. Uh, they had a tremendous showing from their student section and their fans. It was a whiteout. It was a whiteout. The energy in the building. I mean, we, we were talking to our guys. Our guys are really excited to play that basketball game. Um, that's great for the, the OVC conference across the board to have an energetic, uh, intense, competitive basketball game like that. Um, and we were right there. You know, we've struggled on the road. Um, it's no secret that we're a young basketball team. Um, you know, with the under four minute media timeout and the, the media timeout for you guys that, that don't know what that is, they, the, the NCAA well, it's different in the second half of the Ohio yeah, Valley. Yeah. They're, they're doing they, experimental, experimental rules. Yeah. But basically it's, it's for the TV and advertising, um, companies that, that want to do their advertisement. So they pause the, they pause a live game and then you see the commercials and stuff. So at the four minute under media timeout, uh, versus Lindenwood, we were down one versus SEMO. We were down four. Versus Southern Indiana, we were down six. And versus Eastern Illinois, we were tied. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we're not losing these games in the first 36 minutes. I mean, it's it's the last four for us. Four to three minutes. And that's where you see the youth of our basketball team really show itself. Um, and they've been competitive. So as a staff, coaches talked a lot about growing up as a basketball team. And well, what does that look like? What are we doing as a staff to help these guys? There's a whole lot of film study, a whole lot of film study going on collectively as a team and individually with our guys. And it's not so much the athleticism and the skill. We all know that's a part of basketball. It's the decisions that we're, that we're talking. We're trying to collaborate with our guys, get, in the, get inside their heads a little bit, go, hey, why is that decision made? You know, that wasn't the best decision. This is the decision that you should make. Coach knows this. He's won over 800 basketball games. The last four minutes. 841 to be exact. 841 to be exact. I know. I don't want to shut you there, Coach. (laughs) (laughs) But the last four minutes is is different. You know, you've got to have a different kind of alertness. You've got to have a different kind of discipline. You've got to have a different kind of uh, focus and timeouts when we're trying to execute, right? And you've got to have a strong togetherness, a poise, you know, because the emotions are highest in those moments, right? Everybody's trying to win the game. And our guys have high care factor. They want to win the basketball games. These losses are hurting them, which, you know, as a coach, you look and you go, okay, good. Like, they're not, they're not accepting these, right. right? Like, they want to win. If they were, then you would have more problems. Oh, uh, be way more problems. So they want to win. So we've been spending a lot of time, like today, for example, we had a, we had a film session, and they did the edit. They clipped it. The, the coaches left. They sat there. And we kind of expected it would be about an hour long. Um, they were there for about an hour and 45 minutes. And one of our concerns was, are they going to take this seriously? 
They were in there for an hour and 45 minutes. That tells you everything you need to know. They had like 79 clips where they talked amongst themselves. They said, hey, we got to be better here. Hey, so they're taking ownership, right? And that's a good thing. And we're going to come back and rewatch it with them tomorrow and let them tell us as a staff what they're thinking. So we're getting creative and, and innovative and, and trying to figure out the best way to get this team to mature mm -hmm. because we are right there. We're one in five. Nobody's hiding from that. We don't want that. The players don't want that, right? But we could easily be, you know, four and two, maybe even five and one. The, to us, the only team that really beat us was Tennessee State on the road. Yeah. And they came out on fire. They blitzed you. So we, we, we're still believing. We understand that there's opportunity for growth and that there's opportunity for growth quickly. And we're just trying to get to that point. Well, the other thing, too, is, Preston, is the fact that you're not even halfway through the conference season yet. And if you take care of your business at home, and if you can go split on the road, you're going to make the conference tournament. You're going to be right there. And this league, it's all about that first week of March when you get to Evansville, Indiana. You told me this Friday night. You told the guys, look, there are ten teams in this league. Only eight make it to Evansville where you were the night before. Not that arena, the Ford Center. But you can't get to the NCAA tournament unless you get one of those top eight seeds. Correct. No. And, again, within our program, I mean, there's, there's two things that we really stand on. One is toughness and one is the truth. We talk about the truth all the time. And the truth is, well, what's the truth? The truth is accountability, right? It's, it's what you're supposed to do, when you're supposed to do it. We're not hiding from it. And we let our guys know, hey, look, not every team makes it to the OVC tournament. You've got to be one of those top eight. And right now we're, the, we're on the outside looking in. We've got work to do, which we can do. And then when we get to the OVC tournament, in this league there is a lot of parity. There's a lot of parity. If, you're, if you get that first one under your belt, you get some momentum, you get some confidence, you can win four games in four, day, four days. U UConn went to the Big East tournament. This was back in like 2009, 2008. And they were at Madison Square Garden, and Kimball Walker went off. And they won, I think they were six. like they, they were like 500 yeah. on the year. And they went, I think it was, was it five or six, five games? I thought it might have been five or six. It was yeah. five or six. And they, they, went to the, they were on the outside the, uh, looking in for the NCAA tournament, and they won the Big East tournament. And then guess what they did? Yeah. They went on to win the national championship yeah. with that team. So it just goes to show you that you're never out of the fight. You so you're saying Little Rock's going to win the national championship. That's it. Right now I'm calling it. Everybody in here, national champions. Hey, did you hear that, Coach? That's what I heard. I heard Little Rock's going to win the national title right. this year. Right. But the, but the point is, is when you get confident, you get momentum, you know, keep believing anything can happen, right? Mm -hmm. So getting to that OVC is a priority, and then we'll go from there. And you're a coach uh, in your previous stops. You've experienced the NCAA tournament. You know what it's about. Coach Foley's experienced. He, you can only tell the players so much. I mean, luckily for him, he's always had a class that's been part of one of those trips. Right. And it's different with you guys. I mean, you won the league, but then COVID happened, and you didn't right. get to go and experience the tournament and probably win it and go to the big dance. Right. No, and, and our guys, we've talked about the NCAA tournament. We've asked them, hey, what, what do you guys want to accomplish? What are some things you want to achieve this season? And the NCAA tournament is, is part of their goals. So we do tell them. And I've been a part of some 
some really good teams. I've been to six NCAA tournaments. So I spent a lot of time talking to them and saying, hey, this is what the NCAA tournament is about. you got open practices that fans come to. You know, the media and the press come in your locker room. You get the NCAA patch. You get gear. You fly private. You get a swag bag. You get a swag bag. Reggie Miller and Chris Weber are calling your game. You get the, the allure and the magic of being, you know, on national television in front of these people, and you get an opportunity to have an upset, you know. And then who knows? Look at St. Peter's, 15 seed. Makes an elite eight run. Like, it's it's real. You know, that is real. And Little Rock's done it before. I mean, yep. you just have to go back to 2016 and yep. Josh Hagen's in the shot. It's that shot. In Denver. Beats in Purdue. double overtime to beat Purdue. Beats Purdue, which is a great book. Like, two or three in the country right now, by the way. Yeah, they're pretty good. I mean, that's a good program. <laughs> they are pretty good. He is Preston Laird. I am Trey Schaap. We're going to come back with more of the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. After the break, he is filling in for head coach Daryl Walker. The Cowboys up six to nothing for some reason. They missed the uh, the point after try. I, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Anyway, we're back after this. Stay with us. At Gina's Catering, they know that planning a private party or corporate affair, small or large, can be stressful and even intimidating. They can help so that you can relax and feel like a guest at your own event. Known for putting a modern twist on classic comfort foods, Gina can help create a meal with ranges and services from small family meals and hometown get-togethers to explosive events. And make sure to check out the new grab-and-go meal service, all the convenience of a home-cooked meal without all the mess. Go by in Benton or call 501-943-7800 for your next catering order. Has your roof been damaged in the recent storms that hit central Arkansas? They may have. We won't know until we can get on your roof. Hi, this is Joel Johnson with PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. We've been servicing central Arkansas for the past 15 years. We know what hail damage looks like. If you would like one of our trained professionals to come and look at your roof for free, call our office. That number is 687-6246. Or you can also visit us online at piroofing.com. Call today, schedule today, PI Roofing, your roof leak detective. What does amazing sound like? At Baptist Health, we hear it every day. It sounds like a new life, a strong heartbeat, faith in action, and 100 years of all our best. Thank you for allowing Baptist Health to provide you with compassionate care for the past 100 years. We look forward to serving you for many to come. Visit baptist-health.com to learn more. Strength is measured not by the number of accounts. Strength is placing value on relationships. It's having the vision and the guts to invest in growth. It's the commitment to responsibly manage your money. At Stevens, we believe that our strengths build success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE, SIPC. Not only is Diamond Bear Arkansas's oldest production brewery, Diamond Bear is also the number one major award-winning brewery in the state, recognized both nationally and internationally. Diamond Bear Pale Ale has won four major awards, along with three being gold. If you want something lighter, try Diamond Bear Pale Ale. Support beer from the natural state and enjoy great award-winning products from Diamond Bear, proud sponsor of your Little Rock Trojans. From the day's first cup of coffee to an afternoon pick-me-up, West Rock Coffee Company provides coffee, tea, flavors, extracts, and ingredients to the world's most iconic brands, keeping you and your team fueled all day. 
As a global company grown from strong roots in central Arkansas, West Rock Coffee Company is a proud sponsor of the UALR Trojans. From crop to cup, West Rock Coffee is committed to transforming the beverage industry. Learn more at westrockcoffee.com. Welcome back to the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. Trey Schaap with Little Rock assistant Preston Laird sitting in for Coach Daryl Walker. Coach, real quick. Yeah. I'm not going to get you in trouble to where you're going to get fined, so I'll just say it for you. <laughs> the fact that uh, you guys, let's start with Southern Indiana because that was sure. the game first up. You were 12 of 15 from the free throw line, so that's 80%. Yeah, that's, that's a great percentage. That's solid. You'd like to get the free throw attempt number up a little bit more. Okay, so here's what I'm saying. Yep. Southern Indiana made 13, one more than you guys did. Mm-hmm. They attempted 27. Mm-hmm. They were 48.1% from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Hello, Mr. Official. Yeah. Why is that number not close? And look, I get it. Sometimes you might have a team that doesn't like to drive a lot, doesn't like to play physical. Right. But I, I watched the game. Both of you, you guys were very physical. That game was on ESPNU. I think the whole country saw it. Yep. And then you go to Eastern Illinois. You get nine free throw attempts. You make eight of them. 88.9%, right at 89%. So you're above 80% in both games. Eastern Illinois makes 11 mm-hmm. off of 22, 50% from the line. You're playing teams that can't shoot free throws, but you can't get to the line to shoot free throws. That has to be tough. Yeah, it is. No, It's funny. Um, there's a – I don't know if you guys have heard of somebody named Ken Palm. He's a big analytics oh, yeah. guy uh, within college basketball. So he's got all these crazy stats. I'm not going to bore you with everything. But one specifically he stats is the free throw percentage of your opponents. Okay? And now, you know, you could make an argument that the pace of the game, the physicality, you know, it might have something to do with guys when they go to the free throw line. Sure. But mostly you really have nothing to do with how they shoot free throws. And we are 16th in the country in free throw percentage defense. <laughs> That's just a, a funny stat right there. But, no, the free throw is a high-value shot, okay? Dunks, layups, three-pointers, and free throws. Those are the high-value shots in the NBA and in college basketball right now. And it's something we want to do. And, and the referees are part of the game, but it's something that as a staff we talk about, like, look, the refs are part of it, but the refs aren't, aren't you know, determining who wins and loses mostly. Right. I'm you, not saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm no, just saying. I'm yeah, just yeah, yeah. bringing out the percentages because if you guys could get there more and the other team not go as much, the games get that much closer. And you look at these close losses like a 70-63 to 63 loss to Eastern Illinois, a 74-67 loss uh, to Southern Indiana. Right. If you can shoot more free throws, they shoot a little less, Absolutely. even though they're bad percentages. Yeah. That's going to – tilt in your favor absolutely you know we we as a stat we tell our guys look we we want consistent officiating that's that's what we want and i think that's what everybody yeah and for the most part we feel like we get that and the free throw shot is a high value shot and we do want to get to the free throw line that's why you see us posting the ball a lot it puts a lot of pressure on defenses to say hey you have to guard the post and a lot of people don't do that and so when you do look at the southern indiana game and i hope it ain't a fine for this but you know you had one team that shot uh, how many threes they shoot Threes for Southern Indiana. Yeah. They shot 30. They shot 33. 11 of 30. They were shooting a lot of jump shots, and we were throwing the ball in the post 
to DA pretty much every chance we could yeah, get. Yeah, Anthony Gordon. So there is kind of a, an argument there for, oh, you know, one team was shooting a lot of jumpers and one team was playing and inside. And they shot 27 three free throws. And they shot 27 free throws. But look, <laughs> sometimes that's how it goes, you know, and, and that's why it's hard to win on the road. And that's why your team has to be disciplined enough and committed enough and together enough to overcome some of that adversity. And, again, that's something that we're moving towards. For over 65 years, Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield has helped Arkansas residents. Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield live fearless. And I want to tell you this, too, right now, uh, it might be a little bit late for this semester, but if you've got a senior in high school like I do, although she's already made her decision of where she's going to go, but if you want 50% off freshman tuition and fees, you need to visit UALR.edu to learn more about that right now. Coach, you got Tennessee Tech coming up on Thursday night, yep. 7.30, right after the ladies play, and then Tennessee State into the Jack Stevens. Surely they're not going to shoot the way they did over at their place. Um, but first, Tennessee Tech, the Golden Eagles, what do we know about them? They, uh, they're they a good basketball team. Um, they talk about the three-point shot. They shoot the three ball at a high, high clip. Um, and it's not a team that takes a minimal amount. They take a lot. They take a lot of threes. So defending the three-point line is going to be a big point of emphasis for us. And we don't just talk about, hey, we got to guard the three-point line. We scout how they get their threes. A lot of people don't understand. People get these threes because there's penetration. There's drive and kick, kick, shot, three-pointer in the corner. So where's the source of the problem? It's the penetration. So we got to do a good job guarding that penetration. Okay. When we do get into closeout situations, we got touchdown. No, no, that's an <laughs> oh, interception. interception? Oh, okay. They just picked off Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah. There Let's go, go, Cowboys. They were driving. <laughs> nice. Okay. Back so, to yeah, your point. Back Sorry. To, back to it. So we got to make sure when we get in closeout situations that we've got high hands on these shooters. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the other thing is a lot of people are playing a lot faster right now. So they get a lot of threes up in transition. That's a good opportunity to run to that three-point line offensively when teams aren't matched up defensively and shoot open three-point shots. So we got to do a great job in our transition defense, and we got to do a great job in controlling the penetration, and we'll be in good shape on Thursday. And then Saturday, I know uh, coaches don't like to look ahead, but Tennessee State, we know what they did over at their place in Nashville. And, and like I said earlier, hopefully they don't shoot like that to begin that basketball game at our place. Yeah, and the Tennessee Tech game really sets us up well for the Tennessee State game, right? So the game plan is pretty much going to be the same. They play the exact same way. You know, Tennessee State gets out a little bit more and denies and pressures you uh, on their defensive end. So we're going to have to talk a lot about open moves, um, you know, hitting first, embracing the physicality, making sure you're throwing 100% passes because we don't want to give them easy stuff on the other end. But it really sets us up nice. So if we can do a good job against Tennessee Tech defending that three-point line, hopefully we can build some momentum and some confidence going into that Tennessee State game. At Southern Indiana, DeAnthony Gordon had 20 points. Myron Gardner had 14 and six rebounds. It's his first conference game without a double-double. And then he backed it up to where he almost had a double, needed one more rebound. He had nine rebounds um, in the loss to Eastern Illinois. He had 10 points, 13 points from Jordan Jefferson. Uh, good to see him kind of come out of his shell a little bit and score more for you. No, absolutely. And Jordan, Jordan is a, he's a, for, for those of you that don't know Jordan, he's a very timid personality. He's shy. And sometimes he can um, go into his shell, I guess, a little bit even when he's playing. So we've, we've emphasized with Jordan a lot, like, hey, look, 
we want you to shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. Your teammates want you to shoot the ball. We're never going to tell you not to shoot the basketball because we need him to be aggressive. He's a very, very good shooter, and he's an elite scorer for us, and we need him to help produce on the offensive end. Five of ten from the floor, three of six from behind the three-point line. You shoot 50% from there, you'll take that every night. You're darn right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't take a – Absolutely. I'm going to go uh, uh, Danny Ford here, a scientific rocket, to figure that out. No, yeah. si- uh, a rocket scientist, yeah. Coach Ford. But, yeah. Uh, Preston, thanks for stepping in thanks, for uh, it was fun, Coach man. Walker. Yep, I enjoyed it. And uh, hopefully the Trojans can get uh, four wins this week. Let's two do from it. the women, two from the men. Sounds good. All right, that's Preston Laird Take joining us. Hey, for all of you listening, Dallas Cowboy football is coming up right after this broadcast. So, uh, you haven't missed much. It's six to nothing Cowboys over Tampa Bay right now. Uh, next week, we're back here at Dugan's Pub, the corner of Third and Rock at seven o'clock. Thanks for listening to the Little Rock Basketball Coaches Show. This broadcast was brought to you by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield, Simmons.